Fox Cat. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 275. Round the corner. Chocolate's made. Sweet. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Dave Lawson. Thank you. To my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. 93881027. Subscribe now for the Triple R Radiothon show. Dave O'Neill's just walked in the door. Not here to see us. Gave him a wave. So crass, Brett. So crass. Well, With not, your it, it, just it's, blatant, it's not commercialism. It's community. So crass. Yeah. I was gonna, you know, I was. I had this whole thing planned. Look, it says about how I was gonna uh, I was, uh, uh, about oh. how I was gonna talk about <gasps> all the <gasps> wonderful things that Triple R does for us, and how Dot we org. probably wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for Triple R. We, we, I was. We probably wouldn't have met. I uh, no, we 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 wouldn't have met definitely, mm. and this show probably wouldn't exist at all if it wasn't for three triple R. And I was mm. going to talk about all of that, talk about how we use their studios every week to record this show, yeah. and so everybody who listens to this show gets benefit from three triple R being a community organisation and being the excellent radio station that it is. Keep that on the running list. I was just as we come into each talk. Right? I was mm. going to talk. Break. I was going to talk those about those lines are dead. But twelve lines. You uh, call now. You went in with all that crassness, and uh, now I'm, not just, I'm just not going to mention any of that. Just giving the information. But not going to mention... If you didn't have Triple R to record this, you'd just be sitting around your, your computer recording it into, what, iMovie or something? I wouldn't be doing it at all. Wouldn't it? Because it just wouldn't, wouldn't it. Sound, just wouldn't sound good. It wouldn't sound as good as it does. The, mm-hmm. the reason that Box Cutters is one of the best sounding podcasts that is podcast only, not a radio show, not a radio show distributed on the internet like so many other podcasts, but the... One of the best-sounding podcast-only shows is because of two things. One, the existence of 3RRR, and two, the excellent skills of Brett Cropley. Mm-hmm. Now, without 3RRR, Brett Cropley's skills would not be all that great. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be as good. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have met. Mm-hmm. And uh, 3RRR has excellent studios, which, uh, which help us sound great. So, Dave, what I'm saying is if Brett hadn't gone in with all of that, yeah, donate now, subscribe mm-hmm. now, call 93881027 if you're in Australia, uh, put no three in front of it if you're outside of Victoria. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he hadn't gone in with all of that mm-hmm. and said 93881027 is the phone number to call to subscribe. If I wasn't pointing out that it was a $75 full uh, subscription rate, $40 concession, anybody can be concession. Then I would, have, I would have mentioned all those nice things about Triple R, but he did. He ruined it. Mm, okay. Donations so, over $2 are tax deductible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if, if I was going to say, look, if you're going to subscribe, you can mention box cutters in the notes of, of your subscription. And That's a good idea. maybe if you want to pick a show to subscribe to, Lime Champions, uh, who are That's always... On while we're recording this, and they're you know some, some great guys and girls to and fro, uh, and all uh, over the shop. You know, if I, I, I would say all of that stuff, but I'm Friday not going to. Breakfasters. Friday breakfasters, and uh, Friday breakfast is just genius. But I, I'm not going to say any of that. None. In fact, I'm just going to go straight into what's on the show this week because Toby Halligan is going to be coming up with trotters, and he's got lots of trotters to talk about later on in the show. Mm. He's eager to get going. Right at the end of the show. Maybe we should record him now. He also wants to get home. He also, But how is he going to know what we talk about? He also wants to get home to watch Q&A, and I think that's fair enough, because I a friend of his intelligence to be able to do friend of his is on Q&A, uh-huh. and he wants to go and watch her on television, because that makes him feel like he is close and connected to her. 
And he has to do it live because that way he gets his tweets. That's in. how. And that's maybe how maybe they can be on screen together. So that's and that brings <laughs> us to to another segment that we're going to have in in the show. We're going to talk about how we watch TV. Oh, uh, just just yeah, about how not we as a society, but actually we as general human beings, the three of us, yep. how we personally watch TV, what our habits are. It's a nice idea. I, I also wanted to talk about recommendations from friends because I had a few of them uh, over the weekend and uh, Rachel and Joey and yeah. Sandler. Yeah, 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 that shit joke. Uh, and, uh, and so, yes, yeah, so, so I want to talk about that. Uh, we're going to review the new show starting on Channel 7 at uh, 9.40 on Monday, just past. Monday, In two just hours past. and ten minutes. But uh, exactly. there, is, there is a link on the website on uh, boxcutters.net, a Catch link to it. watch it on the uh, 7 Plus or whatever that's called. 7 Yahoo. Uh, Suits is the name of that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, though. We're going to kick things off with the Box Cutters News. And now for the news. Hmm. Uh, first up, this is this is a story that I saw. Uh, and I didn't have a chance to, to click through to it, so I'm hoping somebody else has it. Uh, but the headline was, Sponsors owed millions of dollars in airtime for Ten's renovators flop. Yes. What's the story there? Renovators, clearly not very good. They they shoved it in the middle of the... Uh, MasterChef finale? Yes. So MasterChef was split. Uh, did you see that, Dave, the MasterChef finale? Didn't see it. Uh, it was split. Oh, so there was a, a episode at six thirty, and then at seven thirty they had renovators, and then at eight thirty they had oh. the rest of the MasterChef finale. So people were kind of forced into watching renovators or talking to their family. So you're already ang- you're, you're, already, <laughs> you're already angry that they've split your, one of your favourite shows up right. and stuck this other show that you don't know nothing about, and that apparently it's a load of crap. It's like uh, I've saw one episode. It's a bit like um, the Block and MasterChef. They've sat sat down in a boardroom and said, "The Block's good." MasterChef is good. Can we mix them together somehow? Yeah, yeah. So they've got the renovators. Which is, which is always such a dumb move because, you know, dogs are good and cats are good, yeah. but you don't want one of those. They you do. don't want a mixture of those two. Cat-dog was a cartoon, though, which was quite good. Yeah, but that had the head of a dog and the head of a cat. <laughs> yeah, sewed together at the butt. They, they, used, to yeah. get, they used to get into so <laughs> many... Do- I, I loved that. That's I where loved they, that, that, that works. That, yeah. That's where they came up with the idea for human centipede. Oh, oh. Never Wasn't bring. Never I thought bring that, that up. was. Never bring that up, Brett. I've, I've only heard of that. Is that really so, not a thing? So, um, Brett, what's uh, well, what's ch- the story here? Channel Ten uh, promised a, a certain viewership of the renovators, Oof. and uh, they basically haven't turned up. And uh, the series is actually the most expensive flop in recent television history. Right. Um, they've spent uh, thirty mil on it. Thirty million. Thirty million dollars. Yeah. $30 million mm-hmm. on the renovators. The $30 million reality series. That's what it cost them. $30 million. Yes. So they've, uh, they've had some series uh, uh, sponsors that uh, got on board with certain promises of we're going to have so many people watching it. People are gagging for renovation shows. They all love it, including uh, Torbments and Telstra. And uh, because so few people have been watching, in fact, it's delivered an audience that is averaging less than half of what it promised. 
Uh, they are in a position now that they actually have to give sponsors, give those sponsors additional airtime to make up for uh, the crap audiences. Wow. Is this the worst decision Channel 10 has made in a decade? Um, hmm. Isn't that up to the sponsors, though? It's, cause it's, we need more time. Yeah. <laughs> but is, shouldn't that be the sponsors when they go, they say, this is the, this is the show, shouldn't they go, mm, that doesn't sound great, but we'll go ahead with what that What do anyway? sponsors know from television, though? Well, they, you know, if, if someone comes to me and says, can we have a million dollars to p- put your product on the show, I'd go, well, what's the show? When they say it's like, it's like the block and MasterChef mashed into one, I go, mm, no. <laughs> well, I imagine, I imagine uh, Channel 10's publicity department and, and uh, projector people having a bit of a, a, a you know, kicking the, kicking the can around a little bit with Harold Mitchell, who would be in their media buying for, uh, for the various sponsors and uh, giving the recommendation to the advertising agencies that are working for those mm-hmm. sponsors. But you, you never know it. It either. I mean, the no one thought that MasterChef was going to be the juggernaut no, that, that that it was, but it's a lot easier to say, "Oh, we think it's only going to have this many," rather than going, "It's going to be the biggest show in forever," mm. <laughs> and that's that's always going to be a <laughs> that's problem. How they pitched it to them, yeah, biggest show in forever. Where and that I was th- that was it. <laughs> biggest show in forever, and just then just a signature <laughs> line. That was it. Uh, that, that is one of those great big pledges that that uh, the head of ten went in and, and signed with flourishes. Yeah, yeah. The and cameras. then the, and then yeah, and then the sponsors came in with a giant novelty check. Yes. Yep. And uh, it's still early days, though. It's you know, no, it's it? not. It's, 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 the, the renovators has been on for weeks. Has it? If people aren't watching it yet, they're not going to watch it. Aren't they watching other stuff at the moment? If if pe- you know what the, the biggest problem is, nobody liked it during the MasterChef finale. People were angry at it and weren't impressed by it. So it's dead in the water. Mm. It's, it may as well. It may as well be. What was the one? The island. The the one where they go and yeah. uh, and the renovate this resort. Were, yes, yeah. Temptation Island. No, not not Temptation Island. It was they they go. It was reality. It starred uh, the guy from Noiseworks, John Stevens. Oh. John Stevens was was host. Love Island. No. And he they had to go and build a resort that was going to open up as a hotel. <laughs> That's right. And and the whole thing. And just, they got all these vapid uh, Gold Coast people. That's in, right. That's and, right. And then they, None of them likeable. And then they left them all on the island, didn't they? Isn't that how that ended up? Yep. yep. Was, Until they had they to were, sacrifice uh, them to the island's god. They were filming by torchlight about six months later uh, as it went to air at midnight. Uh, yeah. Day for yeah. torchlight. Burnt them there. That's, that's where shows get, get burnt, apparently. Mm. Uh, mm. So, right. Channel 10. Bad decision. Well, that's okay. That's, um, that's just, you know. What else... What else could they could they put on though? There's there's nothing else that Channel Ten could put on. Well, they could perhaps metaphorically rape the memory of uh, <laughs> many of our childhoods and uh, try and do a reboot of Young Talent Time. How oh, about that? How, does that sound like a good idea? That, no, that that is a you know with all the talent shows you got Australia's Got Talent um, and. Uh, Australian X, Idol, the X thing, yep, a- the X, X Factor, X Factor, uh, S- Singing Bee, Young Talent Time, Ooh. Uh, Strictly Speaking, like there's heaps, <laughs> there's just heaps that's out there, and uh, uh, you think it's a good idea, Dave? So, so, so I'm coming to you. You're you're an advertiser. I'm coming mm. to you, and I'm saying Saturday night, six thirty, mm-hmm. Young Talent Time, coming back. Mm-hmm. Figures are going to be massive. How big is it going to be? It's going to be the biggest show. Remember, remember the renovators. Yeah, bigger than that. Bigger than forever. Bigger than forever. Sign me up. See, see, 
Whereas if I go renovators, renovators, it's uh, it's heart to heart meets uh, Master Chef meets uh, the block. Yeah. Uh, what about Young Talent Time? Yeah, we got that. Okay, I'll put me on that one. Sweet. How about some kiddies dancing and, and miming to the songs? The, it launched the career of Tina Arena. It did. And Danny, Danny uh, Minogue. Minogue. Yeah. And Vinny. Vinny, yes. I, I actually read through a Where Are They Now a list of all of the cast members of Young Talent Time last night, and there was a lot of them. Remember John Richards has the, uh, has the game. He's got the game with the cassette that you're supposed to... Yeah, but it doesn't have Where Are They Now. Yeah, what's where's Danny Minogue? Where's Danny Minogue now? What's she oh, doing? I, 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 no, nobody's nobody has heard or seen her right. at all. Uh, there are a couple that uh, they're, they're not sure where they are, and uh, obviously uh, uh, you might have heard a couple that uh, had a bit of a, a drug problem over the years. Um, and I always, I, I realized one of them starts with a D. That's I, all I'm going to say. I realized uh, in my head, I always kind of crossed over my memory of <laughs> Sally Boyden and Karen Knowles. I think they both had the same kind of dimples in their cheeks. I, I went to a taping of Young Talent Time as a kid. Really? Yeah, I went to a live taping of it. You don't look that old. Uh, you must have been like seven. I was young, very young. You know what I mean? It was Young Talent Time? Young Talent Time, yeah. When I went along to a taping and we met was Tina Arena in the hallway. Was it still a competition then? Because, you know, after a while it stopped being a competition. It was a t- uh, Juanita was in it. Juanita? I don't know. This is my mm-hmm. favourite uh, joke. It's not, uh, uh, Juanita was the girl, but what do, you call a, uh, what do you call a Spanish lady with one tooth? Wh- Juanita. Wh- Juanita. Cause he, he, I should have. Yeah. It's, I did the joke backwards then. But yeah. <laughs> you get it. So you for those, for, for people who What's were, the definition of Juanita? <laughs> yeah. It's a Spanish lady with Spanish one tooth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, Juanita. Uh, <laughs> one tooth, like Juanita. Because remember, Young Talent Time used to be a competition, yes, and then it stopped yes. being a competition. And in fact, it just became a variety. Started through the competition, uh, and uh, so so is this rumor? I mean, it's clearly just a rumor, right? They, or, no, it's, or it's coming they, up in their launch uh, party in a couple of weeks' time. It's so, coming back. So it's it's not good that the renovators had be, has been such a disappointment uh, for Channel Ten, who were trying to be all up and, and happy about uh, what things are going to do next year. Is Johnny Young going to be involved? Going to be involved, not going to be host. Okay. Who's the host? What I've read. Jonathan well, Coleman. Have to wait and find no, out. He's <laughs> no, he's not. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> Who is that? I, you know what? There, cause there, there were two... There were two judges on Young Talent Time going straight, right, right back into the Bernard depths of... King? Oh, no. No, no, no. He was... No, that was... Uh, red th- Faces. No, it wasn't Red Faces. Oh, sorry, New Faces. Uh, no, it was Pot of Gold. Pot of Gold. Bernard King was Pot of Gold. So there was, there was a man, there was a man with a white beard and, and a woman who may or may not have she, been she, June that, this how, No, this is how I got the tickets because she lived next door to us. Oh, right. Waters. On a, on a what? Maybe? Waters? Has he, someone got the internet hooked up here? <laughs> Young Talent Time judges. Oh, this is how I got the tickets. Maybe her name was Honor, Honor Waters or someone like that. She was a lady. Right. I'm seeing a lady. Yeah, yeah. You're doing a cold reading. Uh, you're doing a cold I'm reading. Saying, I'm seeing a, seeing a lady. She has blonde blonde hair. Blonde, short, short hair. Blonde hair. She's 1970s, short, blonde hair. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm getting an older lady. I'm getting an OW name. All right. So we'll... Uh, We'll oh, OW. T- OW. Toby Halligan, meanwhile, because he's Not only 12 H-O. years old, uh, has no idea what Young Talent Time is. So he's he's like, how do I use the internet? What's going on? We'll try to find out that information for you later on in, in the show. Meanwhile, all right. 
there was this petition during the week because of the whole New York. They've uh, changed the gay law, and now the, gay people can get married. Gay people can get married. Excellent. Everyone's everyone's happy about that. Next will be uh, dogs. You know. Nobody, nobody's actually explained what's wrong with people marrying their dogs. Where's dogs? Mm. Oh, um, dogs is just in a like city. it's so. a really, really, really bad thing. To marry anyway, a pet. yeah, the, yeah. we're not. So anyway, there was this petition that was started that now that gay people can marry in New York City, and Bert and Ernie live in New York City, that Bert and Ernie should get married. Yes. Because there is this... Because they can. This because thing... No, but, but like, there's this, like Noddy and Big ears. There is this assumption, this assumption that Bert and Ernie are a gay couple. And and not four or five-year-old people living in a in an apartment. Well, they share, they share an apartment. Yeah, they do. They've, they've always shared an apartment. There's never been any evidence that they had any relationship other than being housemates. And being different. But and, and be different, couple. which was the, showing the people da, 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 can da, da, get along. Da, 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 da. Did they? Uh, they bathed together and stuff, didn't they? No, oh. no. Like rubber ducky and, and Ernie. Oh, okay. Yeah, but rubber ducky was a rubber duck, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Ernie was uh, Ernie. Uh, and uh, there's a record. There's a record that I have, an excellent Sesame Street record, where uh, Bert is in the bath, and Ernie comes in with a piano mm-hmm. into the bathroom. But that's the gayest that I ever heard them get. <laughs> Comes in with the piano and starts singing songs. That's the record. Peter Allen uh, numbers? Uh, I don't know. No, no. Just, my baby. No, Sesame Street Originals. Right, so th- there was this petition that they should get married. Yep. Which is... And what I've never liked... Oh, I've, okay. I've never liked this uh, assumption or uh, affirmation where people saying that Bert and Ernie were, were a gay couple because they are imposing their uh, restrictions of sexuality onto a, a couple who are just trying to live their lives mm. in, in whichever way they want. Mm. Uh, so and, the boys in Entourage, they're not gay. They live together. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, and, and so anyway, so there, there's this petition that that went out and... Uh, it got so big that Sesame Workshop had to actually issue a statement. What saying they're not saying a couple. That they're, they're not gay because they're puppets, <laughs> and puppets and being puppets, they have no sexuality. Mm. They have fact, they have no sexual orientation. They they have gender. They right. are both male. Right, puppets but have no sexual orientation whatsoever. Sesame Workshop had to put out a press release because people are dumb. What about B1 and B2? Are they... They're bananas. <laughs> they're, they're bananas. They're sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> bananas have, you know, being, being a fruit, mm-hmm. bananas are actually both female. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Be, being a fruit, they, they are both technically female. Uh, so that whole show is just wrong. Yes. <laughs> That show know. just that, makes no sense now. I, I know. Now, now, before that, the bananas in pajamas. It was. It was living next door. Living next door to some teddy bears. All of them you, walking around. You see that in any any neighbourhood. Yeah, yeah, normal. But now, now that I realise that bananas should actually be female, because they're a. Uh, oh, you know what? Now we're going to get they, emails. Now we're going to get emails in because people are going to go. Bananas not a fruit; it's a herb. <laughs> are they specifically uh, uh, gendered? Yeah. Uh, 
You know what? I don't know. I don't I know. They were, I thought they were blokes. Well, it's big. That's, it's that's because of the patriarchy that it's, we live in. It's blokey voices. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's blokey voices. Wow. Inside, uh, inside B one B two. Highish blokey voices. And their pajamas are. I mean, actually, flannel. You know, flannel. Well, anyone can wear flannel pajamas. They don't have the holes in the front. <laughs> Do they? No. Yeah, maybe their mum sewed them up. <laughs> maybe. But why? Then they can't go, we standing up. Do you want to talk about Amanda Keller or can I just say that that's the end? Um, oh, there's there's talk that McCullough's going to leave uh, Tag, and and there's other talk that Amanda Keller's... Tag, for those who... Talking don't, about don't, your generation. Thank you. Other, other talk that uh, Amanda Keller will take over from him, which is just the most stupid idea... Talking about your generation at what do, this what do you point think can't continue without John McAuliffe. Um, I used Dave, to, I, when she used to do a lot of stuff with Andrew Denton, didn't she? Yeah. Those two yeah. were. Oh, look, I enjoyed those two as a, as a pair, but late, no, lately I've not. I, I've cooled on Amanda Keller lately. Yeah, I never liked her. No, right. I, I always found her kind of trying too hard and simultaneously humorless. Right. Remember that pre-Big Brother TV show, House, House of, of Monsters, Horror? House of Horror, House of Horror. That was yeah, which. She, that was it, both of she them. was involved with was was Denton because it was from the radio show. Andrew Denton had white organized. blonde oh, hair. The Triple M, uh, yeah, up in Sydney, right, yeah. and they had the cameras in the house with them. And so you think talking about your generation, that you point, think that really turned me off. Eh? You think that the whole show is centered around McAuliffe? Well, it certainly is. It would be so much different without him. What about and if I you got that, rid of? What I if think if you, such such a a, a type that. Think she's really, really funny, but she's not. She's just painful. What about if you got rid of Josh Thomas? Um, oh, it could continue. I think I, I, Charlie Pickering. Um, yeah, yeah, you could get a good replacement. So you could replace Charlie Pickering. You could replace Josh Thomas, but that would be harder. You could replace Amanda Keller easily. quite easily. Yeah. Uh, but you can't. You're saying you can't replace Sean McCall. There is no one who could take Sean McCall's place. Well, not unless they're radically reinventing the show. No. Is the show good because of Sean McAuliffe? Yes. Right. Right. To me, just- and, and I don't know. Like Sean McAuliffe had a number of false starts in the commercial world, and maybe. I just understand this, his his humour and, and so appreciate that and have been looking for him to get popularity over the years anyway. This reminds me of another uh, another story that we, we don't have in our list, but I saw during the week. And uh, that's uh, I was speaking with Lyndall the other day and we'll go, oh, is, is Good News Week even still on television? They're talking about Good News rebranding World, it Good News Good World. Good News World. And thinking about what they're making it. And, and it's... It was on before Supernatural. Did anyone notice that it left? No. Anyone in this room noticed? Has that it, it been left? back this year at all? Toby. Toby noticed. Toby noticed because he pays more attention to Good News Week than he does to our show. Were you hoping to get on it? I had an internship lined up with them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Toby had an internship lined ah. up with them, and, that's, and so and then they they went past. It's sorry. It's the new Joe Stanley. It's similar thing happened to me with uh, with, with Blue Healers. I did some work on Blue Healers, submitted a script, and then. Uh, and then they uh, cancelled the show. So, uh, you and me, Toby, we can bring down a show easily. We're bringing down this one. And that is the Box Cutters News. Hi, this is the fabulous Adam Richard and you are listening to the Box Cutters. <gasps> I love them. They're very exciting. And now here's my famous catchphrase. You ready? Say hi to your dad for me.
Oh, maybe that's not mine. Suits is a uh, new show from the USA Network in the United States, and it is airing in Australia on Channel 7 on Monday nights. It stars uh, Gabriel Macht and Patrick Adams. Patrick Adams plays a brilliant college dropout who is uh, at a loss in his life, and he spends his time making money by taking the LSATs for other people. The LSATs, by the way, just for those of you who don't know, are an exam that you have to take in order to get into law school. They uh, they give you a score, and that score tells you how good you, you can uh, I, get into law school. I he also takes the, the bar exam. I assume it's the law SATs. Yeah. He also takes, which is a standardised assessment test, yeah. I think. Uh, he also takes the bar exam mm-hmm. for uh, for other people as well. So he cheats. He's a professional cheater. Mm. That's what he does. Not, very not smart. Like, very not inte- like a cat. Very intelligent. Yeah, very very intelligent. Uh, photographic memory almost. A genius and great at taking tests and yeah. and, and very good at, at cheating at things. Mm. So, so he, but he's a stoner. He, he is and he lives, he lives with a drug dealer who is also his best friend uh, and he's, uh, he's a never do any good, no nothing mm. loser bum. <sighs> but he's got a grandmother who brought him up like Spider-Man did. Yeah. And uh, and and she loves him, and he loves her, and he takes care of her. But she just wants him to to get off the marijuana yeah. and and make something of his life. He's got so much potential, so much. Promise. He does, and you, you you want this kid to win something. You do, you do. And then his friend sets him up to take a fall and uh, and be arrested for yeah. for drug dealing, well, which uh, unintentional. A lot oh. of a lot of marijuana as a, well. Not a just lot. not just a. Or what are they? A dime bag that they would probably sell over there. This is a lot of marijuana. But this guy, because he's a genius, because he's very good at cheating, because he's very good at noticing things, and he's got his photographic memory, he notices that there are guys there waiting to set him up. Mm-hmm. He's the brother of the guy from Psych. Yeah, he must be. He must yes. be the brother of the guy from Psych, which apparently is still a show. Who yep. knew? Uh, and so, and so he. This is. We're just telling you what happens in the first episode because uh, you would have missed it by the time this goes to air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so he uh, he notices that these guys are out to get him. He runs through the hotel where he's supposed to have this meetup and ends up at a, a at a, an interview session for a law firm, and uh, and the guy who's interviewing for this law firm is a whiz-bang lawyer and he's really looking for someone who is a cut above. Mm. And it just so happens that this guy knows the law back to front because he takes the bar exam and he takes the LSATs and he knows all of that stuff. So all the all the precedents. He's mm. he's he's a, a genius. So so he manages to, you know, bluff his way through the interview. He gets a job interview, ends up working for the uh, for, for the firm, but the the guy who was interviewing and 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 the and our hero uh, whose whose name is Mike? Let's remember that name is Mike. And the guy who was interviewing, his name is Harvey. Harvey mm. Specter, which just sounds like a comic book character. Uh, so so Mike and Harvey. He's Spectre, a Birdman. We haven't said that. They uh, they conspire. They conspire together to uh, to not tell the rest of the firm that he never went to Harvard or law school or passed the bar exam. It's prerequisite He's, to be. Ex-Harvard. Yeah, you can't. And it's yeah, prerequisite to be part of the firm if you're ex ex Harvard. Having studied ex yeah. Harvard. Yeah, uh, but uh, but it's also a prerequisite to uh, uh, being a lawyer is to have actually passed the bar exam. So they they cheat on all of this stuff, uh, but nobody knows. It's a big secret, and uh, and that's the whole first episode done. Puts us in a position for the story, which is this guy is a lawyer. The end. Which guy? The young guy. The, the young, young guy. guy. Young guy is a lawyer. 
older guy's a lawyer, everyone's a lawyer. Oh, this uh, this this fun show that was uh, going to be about people lying and cheating and uh, and make it turns out it's just going to be a law show. But it's got interesting stuff about the bastardization that happens. I, I assume it happens at big law uh, law firms uh, amongst the associates and the the uh, partners and senior partners at the practice. Is it? Yes. Is that interesting? That's yeah, interesting. Is it fun? Is it a fun show? I've always found the bad partner who's played... Uh, oh, so, who's that? He's great. Uh, Rick Lu- Hoffman, is it? Yeah, Rick Hoffman uh, plays a character called Lewis. He's very funny. And, uh, and, and Lewis is this yes. nasty senior... He's a, he's a junior junior partner. Harvey makes senior partner. And so Lewis so and Harvey and are jealous. Of, you know what? I haven't mentioned a single woman's name so far. Uh, the pilot from Firefly. Right. Yeah. Right. She owns and runs the law firm. Gina Torres. She's uh, one of the name partners. And, uh, and she, she owns and runs the law firm and is largely ineffectual. Well, you know, Harvey's, Harvey's such a maverick. Yeah, that he can't. He can't be told what to do. He'll he'll do the flyby on the uh, he'll the buzz bridge the tower. on, on yeah, the battleship. He'll, yeah. he'll buzz the tower. He'll be inverted, given the bird. Yeah, on a mig. Yeah, he's now a maverick. You'd got uh, the, which is interesting because they they do quote top at gun. each other Top Gun stuff. Yeah. There's a, there's actually an episode that is based around Top Gun quotes. Dave, you uh, your box cutters rule is you watch three episodes. Correct. Uh, I saw, more. this well this morning I had access to the series mm-hmm. eight eps thus far eight episodes I thought I'll watch three yep on one episode from the end right. the only reason I stopped is because I had to come in here uh, and uh, do box cutters so you binged you're loving it yeah, yeah I it find fun. it compelling I could do I did it like no. even even though it's not a a, a funny buddy movie a, a series like. Uh, Tango like, and Cash was last week. Frank, Franklin and Bash. <laughs> yes. But if this wasn't, um, if I'd watched three episodes and then there was an episode on television tonight, I probably would have gone, uh, I think it was just because it was tuning It was there. Yeah. It was, it was a bit drizzly outside. The heater was on uh, and I kept going. Like the carbonara fried chicken and savlaki that oh you've eaten today. Oh, uh, It's all just because it was there. It was there. And they were pretty much throwing it out at the food court. Because <laughs> the... <laughs> Because I found right, I've I've watched six episodes, uh, three of them while I was doing filing yesterday, as we discussed last week. Sometimes I watch while doing filing, nail filing. Uh, no, uh, actually, I was doing my taxes. Oh, filing, filing. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure the ATO are very glad to know that I spent that much attention on my taxes that I was watching. Uh, what's this show called? Suits. Suits. <laughs> At the same yeah. time, the thing is, I found suits. Largely, uh, aside from the fact that uh, the the guy who plays Harvey, uh, which is Gabriel Macht, aside from the fact that he is really charismatic, yeah. I find the whole show almost unwatchable. It's interesting how charismatic he is. I was initially distracted because he's got Don Draper hair going on. Oh, he's very much trying to be Don Draper. Um, but he's, he's got a bit of the George Clooney's about him as well. He's, he's just wide-eyed all the time, which I, I think is part of that. And, and like a, a steady gaze as he's wide-eyed and his big brown eyes are shining out. Um, <laughs> but, then, but then the moles on his face distract from that. Yeah. 
Yes. But he's intelligent. He's, he's, he, and, you know, it, it is a very typical um, kind of legal dramedy, I guess, where uh, they're working on a case and they've got other interactions going on and suddenly something goes goes together in their head because they're talking to a friend about something separate and they go back and they win the case based on that. I was hoping they'd sort of go off on their own in their own sort of Harry... What's her name? Harry, Harry's practice? Harry's, Harry's law? law. Harry's law? Harry's law? Harry's yeah. law. Yeah. Oh, oh, with, um, with uh, what's her name? Kathy Bates. Kathy yeah. Bates. I was hoping they'd go off and start their own little practice, the right. two renegades. But that didn't At a happen. shoe store? At a shoe store. <laughs> or a different store, like a, maybe an old, you know, a fishing store or something. So it's slightly different. To used the records. One. Maybe used, used records. Yeah, used record, store, used record store slash law practice. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I was a bit disappointed when it stayed in the, in, in the firm. Well, I don't know if I'll watch... Keep going the, with it. Remember Lone Star? I really, I really wanted Lone Star to, to go on because I, I was intrigued by the lies and... That had uh, one episode? Uh, two, two episodes. Two episodes went to air in the US, never to be seen again, uh, created by Kyle Killen, who uh, also created uh, The Beaver, which is in cinemas now or maybe already gone. Who knows? Uh, was that in the States uh, a while ago, actually? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and and that was that was another show about people who lied, people who lied professionally, and had to continue lying to maintain a life that they had grown accustomed to. That's the kind of emotional hook I wanted from Suits, and I don't have. I don't give a shit if they all lose their jobs. I just don't care. There is nothing that is so huge that is riding on on these lies. Like the worst thing that the worst thing that can happen, the worst thing that can happen is one of them goes to jail. That is that mm. is the worst thing that can happen, and quite unlikely because. Uh, but he's passed the bar. Doesn't that mean he's allowed to practice? Uh, maybe he is. The, the worst thing that can happen is that he goes because he cheated for other people, right? Yes, so he gets. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, the worst thing that can happen is one of them goes to jail, but I don't care about him. So what does it matter? Well, we want, we want Mike Ross to, to grow and, and become his full potential. We're, mm. we're, we're, on we? his, we're, we're on Mike Ross's granny's side. Yeah, yeah I'm on uh, his side. When was the last time we saw Mike Ross's granny? Which I've seen six episodes. Four, How many episodes have you seen, Brett? Six. Right? How many? And you've seven. seen seven. Uh, it's when, is Mike Ross's granny in episode seven? Well, it's all, it's all one big marathon to me. Right, I don't right. know what just, episode is what. It's just a blur. How, how long Which are the episodes? Which case were they working on? <laughs> yeah. I don't, how, many, um, epis- how long are the episodes? They seem quite long. They're, for, they're 45 minutes each. The pilot each, one they, was longer than that. I think the pilot one was longer. The pilot one was like a 45. Totally. So how much have I done in one day? That's An- Enough. That's enough. That, that's, that's enough to kill a small pony. It's what, about five hours worth maybe? Something yeah, like probably. Oh... Did your baby cry at all during that time? Did you uh, mm? did you have to do any daddy duties? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah no, okay. it's, it's it's fine. He slept through it. First <laughs> about six I just, hours. Of I just I just want to make sure that you're not you're not neglecting your familial <laughs> that, duties for this show. That yeah, is that what was going yes. on? I heard the crying, but you sort of tune out <laughs> after a while. You got to you, you you just have to let them cry <laughs> themselves out. Sometimes. That's right. I think there's different you know there's different theories on this, but yeah, no, he was you know. It was fine after a while. <laughs> settled down a bit. And I could go Dad could go back to watching um watching his, his T V show. Just turn it Brett, up a bit more. Brett, would you, Dave's already answered this question. Would you watch Suits week to week? I would 
stockpile them like I have done with Angry Boys and and Gorge. I think. Have you got? Have you gorged Angry Boys I yet? Gorged Angry Boys yet? You will let us know as soon as you do that, though. Yep. Because we we keep waiting. Yep. Do you have them on the VHS? Same, the same with Lawrence Long. No, do you have anything? nothing on VHS. You've got nothing left nothing, on VHS? Nothing new going on VHS You've anymore. still got old I've VHS. still got as much as I ever had. Because uh, uh, Toby and Dave might not know this, and a lot of new listeners might not know, but uh, Brett used to stockpile things on VHS. <laughs> two video recorders that I would set the timers on. So he had two <laughs> video recorders going at the same so he could record two things at once uh, and, uh, and would stockpile all these VHS cassettes. And and then go. Oh, I haven't watched that, but I've got it on VHS. Uh, just waiting, waiting to watch it. So and that pile hasn't decreased at all, has it, Brett? No, you no, still got them. No. Did you cut it's out the ads? Been in the garage. Well, I, I zapped them with the the fast forward thing. I've done that. I, I've been doing that for for decades. I don't understand how people can sit through it, especially if it's recorded. And and that's the beauty of, of DVRs, PVRs. Uh, so that's uh, so. So you would you would stockpile you would you would actively stockpile suits. Yeah. And well, Dave, well, would you? Unless I happen to be in the room and and sorry, so I'm doing the same thing with Hamish and Andy as well. Yeah, I need to see what happens with something big needs to happen at the end of this series for me to keep going. If right, it's just going to keep going the way it is. No, I'm not. I wouldn't stockpile. But the, if the first series was, was fine. If it's I'm, a drizzly day, I am glad. I'm glad I never have to watch it again. I just, really? I just thought, I thought it was a way. I would rather watch. I'd rather watch Frank, Franklin and Bash. If I'm going to watch a legal drama, I would rather watch Franklin and Bash because it's, uh, it's at least funny, and I, I find some of the, some of the banter funny in Franklin and Bash. I'm not really enjoying the There's banter. There's more bikinis, and there are more bikinis, and it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's and, Animal and House naked it's, hot tubbing. It's Animal House meets LA Law, and that's just fun, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this it's, it's an East Coast West Coast thing. This it's is, not. This is East Coast. It's not. But there's nothing really East. I had to. I had to look up where it was it's set. City's limo, and and they run into the other cab. Yeah, yeah. That's. They've got those great big aerial shots looking down mm. the traffic, looking down Broadway. It's completely anonymous. It could be Chicago. Could have been Chicago. Like um, I did. Amazing apartments where they've got rent controlled like, apartments. Like Harvey's Harvey's apartments. That's freaking amazing. It's just the uh, two main main walls of glass. I, I don't, re- I don't I understand how you could wake up in that bright light. I didn't. <laughs> no, I no didn't kids. like it. I no didn't kids. like it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't, well, it's fine. I didn't like it. Like it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It's not. It's not a terrible show. I think the stockpiling idea is a good idea um, for for that one. That that's a great idea there, Brett. Yeah. It's so maybe stockpile it. Maybe yeah, it's put, a put it on your DVR and stockpile it, or just rent it on uh, DVD when it comes out on DVD. But I, you know, I think there are better things that you can be doing with your time, like looking after your kid. Yeah. What you should be. Hi, this is Jane Badler. You're listening to Box Cutters. Brett, uh, we were we we recorded uh, one of the Doctor Who writers doing uh, do, doing one of those. Ages ago. You haven't put him on one of the CDs yet, have you? I haven't. You haven't. I'll Could, do that. Can you this do week. that? That'd be great. Yes. That'd be Lawrence Long. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And we got Lawrence Long as well. We got the Lawrence other one. I'm uh, stockpiling. Yeah. His his. Uh, oh, his his series. Yep. Oh, the magic one's excellent. The ma- when you get to the magic one, it's just like, mm. it's just superb. He's got he's a talented magician himself. By he, the look of he things, he is. He is. He clearly has spent a. Lo- I mean, that's the that's the thing with magic is you just got to spend a lot of time practicing. And when I I went to magic school recently, mm. uh, just one lesson, 
one short lesson, magic school, and the guy was telling the the guy the, the magician uh, Simon Coronel, I think his name is. Uh, he was uh, he was telling us that uh, he would just practice, like he could he could talk about uh, what are you? <laughs> What's the background music? That's the uh, the theme tune at the the school, Olivia Newton John all day. Have to believe oh. this is magic. It's true. It gets very annoying, but you learn to block that out. Uh, the uh, uh, he, he was saying with each joke, he can tell you what television series he was watching while he was practicing that joke uh, uh, trick. trick. Right. That trick. So, uh, like the the French drop, he kept practicing and practicing while watching Dexter, or mm. you know that. And so that's one of the things that he does while watching TV is he will practice a close-up magic trick. Hmm. Hmm. That's really good. I wish I could do that with stand-up. Yeah, Toby wishes he could do that with stand-up. I wish he could talk when he was on mic, but... Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's but, fine. That's fine. We've embarrassed him now, and he's got no face. So, uh, so but that's... So that's that's the thing. That's how he watches television. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking during the week about he, how we watch television, because we, we had that question last week with... Uh, uh, about how we watch the shows to review. Dave, I don't know if you heard last week's show, but there was no. a, a letter no, no, that came in. I only in. listen to the ones that I'm on. Yeah, I know. Uh, there, was, uh, <laughs> there was a question that came in from, from a listener, how we watch, if we watch the shows all in one go or if we stop and start yeah. and watch half of this and half of that. Uh, and, and I was thinking, well, how do I watch television normally? And recently I've tried to watch television with my iPhone in another room. Mm-hmm. So my iPhone is in a room separate to where yeah. I'm watching television so that I can give television my full attention because I think I'm disrespecting the shows by looking at my RSS feeds and checking my yeah. email while uh while, while you can't TV's ignore in. it if it's within arm's reach. Yeah, it's too it's too tempting. Oh. It's too te- I'm I'm that addicted to checking stuff on my phone. Oh, has anyone uh at replied me on Twitter? How do I know? <laughs> I'll just check now. Right, it's that sort of thing, and and so I'm I'm trying to to not do that. Like th- there are shows that I would do that for, like Master Chef. I could ha- I could be on eight different kinds of electronic device during Master Chef. Didn't make a difference. Go over everything it, so many times. Right, it just doesn't it just doesn't matter. Yep. But if I'm watching, uh, say, a, a Franklin and Bash, or if I'm watching an episode of Louie or something like mm. that, I want nothing to distract me during during those times. Uh, but then there are shows that I will, uh, say, buy on iTunes and put onto my phone for watching when I'm giving blood, right? Okay. So I can just, or when I'm on the bus or something mm-hmm. like that. So there are some shows that I won't mind doing that with if they're shows that I'm not that committed to. And it's all about... A commitment to the actual show. It's interesting in in that situation if you've got uh, headphones on, and and you're watching it on the bus. In fact, there's a lot less distraction because you can't look at your iPhone because you're using that to watch it. You're completely ensconced in in the audio of it. It it could actually be a better experience uh, taking in the show. Well, I remember Ross was really anti the the idea of watching a show on your on your phone because the screen is so Screens small. Were very small back then, yeah. But the screen is the screen on my iPhone is excellent resolution mm-hmm. and uh, and I can make the screen as large by just as large as I want by just bringing it closer to my face. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Dave, you watched 5 hours of television today. 6. Yeah, six, six, probably. Yeah. Uh, and how did how did you watch that on on a computer? Or on I watched a- it on a t- uh, television. Now, I've recently I went to 
Aldi and they were selling set, digital set-top boxes because mm-hmm. I've still got the old um, big TV. Yeah, yeah. So I have to, CRT. I have to, um, yeah. yeah. Punch it in, yep. CRT, so got the CRT forever. Yep. Yeah, I'm waiting. They'll try to escape onto the footpath. Uh, they, they, they so. just, and then they just don't because they don't know how to cross roads. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. To, I'm going to get a new. Uh, when I get a new telly, I'm just going to keep that one going for a show I don't like, and I just want to take to it <laughs> with a bat. I just want to save it for for that moment where I can just kick the TV off the wall. Um, so I've bought this, and this uh, cost me it was forty nine dollars. I've got I've got the Aldi app which tells me when all the specials are coming up. So I got onto this HD um, set-top box thing, and it's got a... You can put your thumb drive in it. Yep. So I got access to this series. Uh, just just say so you, you managed to... You came across some AVI files... So it's got it's got the decoders in it, so you can you can watch. You just stick uh, it in there, DivX. And, and it plays, it plays like magic. Right. Uh, so that's how I'm watching at the at the moment because with this, um, there's websites where which have television shows on them. Yes, yes, yes. There are. There's iView. iView. Um, and so does the Aldi set top box have iView and stuff in it as well? Can no, you plug it into the. Internet? But you can record the television onto your thumb drive. Right. So it's like a uh, it's like a VCR. As well, yeah. oh, so you can you can record it onto the thumb drive and then take it and watch it on your computer you on the watch go. It on your computer, you could watch it. You could watch it wherever you wanted to watch it. Right. So this is I'm really enjoying this, you know, way of watching television because I've also got the um, the Foxtel box mm-hmm. and I'm thinking that's time time. Well, because you can't go. you can't do anything with the Foxtel box. You can't. You can, I mean, you can't export it. You've got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Do you have the IQ box? No, 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 no. So you just you're right. So there's nothing you can do. You have to watch it live, mm. or you've got no choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's you, costing me forty bucks a month. Are you doing anything else while you're while you're watching TV? I mean, obviously you're looking after no, your child. I'm a dedicated, dedicated watcher. Dedicated watcher. Yeah, I can't do two things at once. Right. So it's one or the other for me. And yeah, dedicated watcher. I've got the TV there in the corner. And I, look, I enjoy watching. I enjoy television. I, I um, yeah, I don't like doing much else. Brett, how do you? Because, because, uh, like, I've always been fascinated by your stockpiling. Yes. You're stockpiling and then never revisiting, which is kind of. I had the same thing with books. It's so much oh, easier to buy books short. than it is to read books. It's got too much stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, um, I've actually found recently because I've got I've got two DVRs and they're both filled up. <laughs> and you can can you export from your DVR? I can. They take so long. It's uh, I, I think there's something uh, a digital video recorder. Yep, yep, yep. So I've got two of them with half terabyte drives, and they're both full. How much is on that? How, how, how many, many da- hours? How many hours? How many days could you be watching for? Uh, a, a lot. Yeah. How That's, many? How many of uh, Dave's children could you <laughs> neglect? Like this is our new measure. <laughs> what? Uh, if you watch the whole thing, how old would you be when you finished watching it, do you think? Um, In your 60s? I'm sure I've looked at it. Well, you know, there's always more stuff to, to do. And, on your, I, on your iPod, it says three days' worth of songs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. you got years' um, worth? Is it years? Terabytes? Would be years? Sort of gigabytes like a movie? Probably it's much, it's hundreds it? of hours. Because mm. uh, I, know, I know that I've got at least two days' worth of Jeopardy on my IQ. I lo- do you love Jeopardy? Dave, what, do you watch on W? The, do you watch it? I don't have W. I've got Basic Package. Oh, is W not on the Basic Package? Because th- I've got so. I've got Basic Plus One, I think, Plus One option. Right, and so so because I, I have to get Jeopardy. Oh, okay. I've got about two days worth of Jeopardy on on my IQ. That's the only thing that I stockpile though. Mm-hmm. Everything else I, I watch pretty much. Re- week oh, after Real week. Housewives, I stockpile. Yeah, 
Really? And, and I had an Ellen marathon the other day as well, which I... And I'm telling you what, I'm sick of her dancing now. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. I used to love it. Now, not so much. Oh, Ellen, the, the, the talk show, not the... Not the actual not the, show. Not the show. Sitcom. No. So, Brett, do you ever go through your stockpiles and go, I will just get rid of that. I would rather not have that in my life than have that taking up room on my on my heart. I would rather just not bother watching it. Yes. Yes, I do do that sometimes, but I've still got, like, the... the Blue Planet or whatever from five years ago, and which that, you can get on. I, I mean, to get back to, and you can get on DVD. Yes, yeah, yeah. And in fact, like all the Wilfreds that I've been recording, I can, I can. You can just buy them on DVD from from Amazon, and because uh, that's what I've done. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You just buy them, on, buy them on Amazon that come from the US before it airs here, probably. Yeah. And uh, and so you don't have to. Worry Actually, about Wilfred's that. pretty good uh, as far as the turnaround time. The uh, um, and, and uh, while, while you're watching TV, are you doing other things? Yeah, I, I might be having a bite to eat. Uh, apart from that, no. Oh, you're eating. You can eat and watch TV. Because a lot of a lot of people oh, are sometimes. stuck on their iPads or iPhones and and doing that while watching TV. I actually find that not a temptation. I maybe I don't get as many at replies as you do. And so I'm, I'm very popular. I'm, I'm not. Uh, that narcissistic seal fur on Twitter. Um, I'm seal fur, and, and so Brett's B box. Dave, know, you're Dave Lawson. Dave W Lawson. I'm done. Um, uh, Dave's the doctor you, there. You're hardly there. Not that. Oh, you're gone. Yeah. Just Toby Halligan is uh, Toby Halligan. At Toby on, Halligan. At Toby Halligan on Twitter. Um, so, so I, I find that I can just kind of put it there and not not be concerned about that, and and like I'm sitting. Two, three feet away from the screen, and I've got a, a 40-inch screen, as it's a gorgeous picture. I actually watched live uh, Anna Brownfield's doco that was on ABC2 last night, um, and, and that was in high def, and, and you actually get to appreciate high def that close up, or appreciate the lack of, of the uh, pixelization, the artifacting that you get on, on standard def. Right. Um, right. Which I never, I never have a problem with on my CRT. Uh, no, because it's all standard. Yep. So you're just used to uh, to the sub highest standard. Yes. Yeah. It's. I like it. I, I like. I like it as well. It makes you know. It makes my brain do the work. The mm. CRT. Do you watch? A- do you watch it letterboxed? Yes. So I was around. I was around at a friend's place last night, and she's still on four to three. On everything. So everything's yeah. blown up, and with the edges cut off. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't do that on a very small TV. No, but I watched the block on that. That, that was that was tolerable. Watching the block on that small TV. Do you ever watch iView? Uh, yes, Dave. Do you ever yes. watch iView? Yep, yep, yep. All, the, all that all that catch up stuff. I, I do that. I do that as well. I've started doing that a little bit more now. Uh, and uh, ABC News twenty four as well on the uh, on the web. But uh, yeah, I just I just thought it'd be interesting to to hear how. How we all... I've got no end to this segment, is what I'm saying. I just I just wanted to know how mm. people watch TV. I want to know and how the listeners watch TV as well. Are you distracted while you're watching television? Are you paying it your, your fullest attention? Are you watching things in uh, in, in a block? Are you still watching free-to-air well, television? everyone's got telev- personal television now. It used to be that what, there'd it's be the- one television per household, if you're lucky. Because the other thing I forgot to mention is I don't watch anything live. I watch almost nothing live on, on air. Everything... Especially things like MasterChef, I will wait until they finish and then fast forward through all the ads and all the repetition and things like that. Yeah. But uh, so you won't even hold back for half an hour and then catch up. Oh on no, no, I'll, I'll hold back for half an it. hour. Yeah, uh, but then you if can't I can't do that with Q and A, no, because Q and A have the Twitter feed. Yes, 
and uh, and that means that you have to be watching it live. Yeah. So that's something that Q and A have done really well. And and I noticed they were uh, prompting questions for suits. Uh, in in the US oh, on the yeah, USA network, of, of, which I thought was a Rachel load discovered, and I thought that was a secret. load of crap. That, I thought that was that's forcing the issue. With Q and A, it was kind of organic. The, well, the way- because you want to have input, yeah. I, I went because to the they're contentious suits. issues. And sorry, I went to the hashtag suits while yeah. I was watching suits. Just- and. Was there interesting discussion? Nah. Did people think nah, that Laura nah. would find out that Mike was lying? Would you sack? Yeah, no, no. Because you can't force that issue. You can't say, hey, use Twitter. What What you need to do is is have something worth worth tweeting about. Yeah. I, I find that whole thing really interesting. So I really want to know from you, the listener, hooray at boxcutters.net or uh, s- send us an email via the contact us link on the blog. Interestingly, I find, I find similar issues around listing the podcasts so uh i find i find it a lot easier to be distracted listening to a podcast and i i have podcasts i hang out week on week on week for the for the latest episode like box cutters um and uh but but i find actually that it's when i'm driving that i have the most focus on what i'm actually listening to if i'm which is, ladies and gentlemen, get off the roads. Hooray <laughs> at boxcutters.net or uh, via the Contact Us page on the blog at boxcutters.net. I really want to know, how do you watch TV? This is uh, Jess McGuire, and you're listening to the lovely men of Box Cutters who are always here to helpfully inform you of any existence of photos of Britney Spears giving birth on all fours, clutching lion's heads. Love nothing better. Download the hell out of it. Jess McGuire, you can uh, subscribe to her show, Breakfasters, on 93881027 in Melbourne on Triple R for their Radiothon. Particularly uh, Friday morning Breakfasters. That's one. That is the best one. That is the best one. 93881027 or rr.org.au. Speaking of TV. Sorry. Yes. I was going to throw to the segment. <laughs> Hi. So, uh, we recommend... Oh, it's, I was going to do this. We recommend that you subscribe to 3 R. Have your friends recommended shows to you? Nice. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. It's not as good as John. John's amazing. Uh, I had friends recommend uh, Four Weddings to me during the week. And I haven't watched it yet. It is Tuesdays, I think, on Channel 7. It is a reality show where four weddings take place. UK show? Uh, There is a UK version and an Australian version now. Mm. And uh, four weddings take place, and the brides from each wedding go to each yeah. wedding, judge them, and then one of the weddings wins, and that couple gets their honeymoon paid for. Yeah, that's how it works. Friends recommended that show as to me. As judged by the other as, ju- as judged by the other, so by the other brides. It's a bit My Kitchen Rules. But only the brides... Come dine with me. I think only the brides... There's no professional judges. No. And the... Uh, and so, so that, that, was, that was recommended to me. And obviously, you know, I'm, I'm questioning it because it, it doesn't sound like my sort of show. But at the same time, they made it sound so heinous that it, in the way that I love... I love watching the worst of humanity sometimes, that this would be a perfect example. I think that's or the... driving that, by a fatal crash and, and having a good long look to see if you can see any dead bodies. And can I collect any hair specimens, right? Yeah. It's, that, it's that kind of... It, it, it is that kind of thing. And I think that's the, that, that's the context under which the they were recommending... That's the crash TV. I think that's the context under which they, would, they were recommending it to me. 
when I recommend a show to to a friend, usually it's and I, I don't recommend stuff that that often. Uh, I, I mean, sorry, I recommend stuff all the time. Who am I kidding? But but seriously, you don't but, recommend it. But I, I will I recommend things that I am passionate about. Mm. With great trepidation. So, if I'm going to recommend Louis to someone, if I'm going to tell someone to watch Louis, Louis is a dangerous one, right? Louis, Louis is a dangerous one. Polarizing. So is, so is the Shield. Mm. I would have thought that the Wire was polarizing, but it turns out that everybody loved it. It's just except for John. John. Yep. Uh, do you guys recommend? Do, do you recommend shows to friends? Do friends recommend shows to you? The latest one I've been recommending is Game of Thrones to people. Right. And because that was recommended to me, and I thought that doesn't sound like my thing at all, this sort of fantasy Dungeons and Dragons style show. But no, I loved it. Right. I loved it. So I've been recommending that to people. But then I have to say, it's not what you think. Like, it's it's better than it sounds with that show. No. And, and well, I think that people kind of grab onto that it's a fantasy thing, mm. but there's not that much fantasy yeah. about it. It's, it's, a, it's a possible historical thing. And... Brett, do you do you recommend shows to friends? Do you find yourself, do, yes. you know, it, well, yeah, through through raving about something that that I've been watching that I just love. What happens if a friend comes back to you and they don't like it? Uh, don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, do, I I appreciate the feedback so that I understand uh, the the common man's perspective on stuff. It's like you know people that didn't enjoy the McAuliffe uh, show on Channel Nine program. No, 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 not the ABC one, but uh, the McAuliffe, McAuliffe tonight, tonight. in the bin. The uh, yeah, I I find that I'm getting more and more reluctant to recommend shows to people <laughs> because I take it personally if they don't like it. Have you have you had a bad experience recommending Nathan Barley? Uh, no, I just I didn't recommend Nathan Barley to oh, that many haven't. people. I recommended I did, it because to a, nobody here knows about it. it, it I recommended it to a few you, a yeah. few people a few people who I knew, and I talked about it on the show. And anyone who listens to the show, that's that's where I give my recommendations. I will say if I liked a show, if I didn't like a show, mm. and and there are sometimes when I think a show is categorically brilliant, like Louis where I think if you don't like it, you are a lesser human being. And mm. and I think that's that's why I don't recommend shows in person that often because I feel I feel so personally offended if they didn't like it. Do you recommend Louis as a comedy? Yes. Ah. Louis is hilarious. So I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a comedy. It's like people that would say Curb Your Enthusiasm was a comedy. But Louis has jokes in it. Yeah. See, Curb doesn't. Yeah, but there's the, a lot of darkness through there as well. I just, I, I find the whole. So I, I, am I, I think getting, you do have to manage the expectations. I am I getting too you passionate? Need to recommend responsibly. So not, oh my God, you're going to absolutely love this because yeah. everybody does. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting situation. I like, I, I love doing this show and I love making the recommendations kind of generally and talking about my own reactions and trying to talk about shows in a categorical sense. But when it gets to a very personal level, that's when I get scared. What if you put this show on, you're recommending it to a friend who's over at your house, and you say, you're going to love this. You go, Actually, I'm going to put it on now. Let's sit down and watch an episode. Do you ever do that? Oh, no, I couldn't do that. Because if there's no response in the bits... That, yeah. And then or, you have to go, it gets better, it gets better. Or they explain. just start playing with their iPhone. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, fine if you don't want to watch it. It's Just say something, would you? That being said, <laughs> yeah. you, you never wanted to watch it, yeah. It's very much like that. But uh, And then uh, then some things I, I will hold off on recommending because of how it's been in here, such as Game of Thrones, where I thought I, I was I was weird and, and a bit standout-y because you and, and John, I think, was the other one that, that was in oh, for because that review. Yeah, I didn't I hate- like it, but I loved it. Mm. See, I hate a game, game of Thrones, and, and but I can I understand exactly why people like it though. And and was amazed with the developments through through the episodes. But you know, couldn't talk to you guys about it and couldn't talk on the show about it because it's all spoilerific. And we can't think less of you, Brett. So you know, that's fine. <laughs> I, 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 I was talking like I was in Game of Thrones for days after watching that. That's another marathon I did. You're growing your, about my wine. You're growing your beard longer, especially to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, and the beheadings as well. They've they've upped, have they? <laughs> Around your house, yeah. right. That's I'm, right? I'm just trying to squeeze myself in so I can be the charismatic little person. Right, right. I'm glad neither of you are having sex with your sister. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I, you know I'm I'm really glad though that on our show we don't have a segment where we actually and uh, openly and outwardly just recommend a show. If you watch one thing, It's If You Watch One Thing, where we say, if you were going to watch one thing this week, we recommend to you be? what that would be. <laughs> you don't make recommendations. No, no, apart no. From, apart from this. I wish the name of the segment could better reflect what, what it was about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, really, I don't really get it, but it's, I don't know, it's just called If You Watch One Thing. If You Watch One Thing, yeah. Yeah. Do you understand that? Sense. Does that, does that make, does make sense? Makes, makes, makes Have sense I not sense? been getting it? I don't know. Maybe you're, maybe you're, you're getting it and I'm, I'm not. If you watch one thing, how could you even just watch one thing? You can't. But you can't. But if you had to. But if someone if you, said this week you can only watch one thing or I'll, you know. Well, all right, all right. Poke so, your eye at one, one eye out. Oh. Then what would you watch? Well, I would watch uh, Wallander. I, I would watch uh, the, the Swedish version of Wallander on SBS 2, Sunday the 21st the of August. version. At 11.30, yeah. In the original Swedish. Oh. Brishki, brishki, brishki. It's 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 just that it's throwing food everywhere and uh, and uh, and that's it. It's puppets with real people's hands. That's what Swedes are. That's what Swedes are. Uh-huh. In, uh In 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 Wallander, that's what I'd be watching. Uh, Sunday night, eleven thirty on SBS two. Dave, what would you be watching? Yeah, I, um, look, I've got to. Well, I haven't seen uh, Judith Lucy's show yet, so <gasps> that's for my, this week. That's my one thing because I've seen lots of stars on that thing. Uh, people say it's great. Yeah, I'd, and it comes highly recommended. I I am loving it. You are. It's, so I haven't yeah. seen it. I'm looking forward to it. So if someone said you got to watch, you can't watch. You, I'm taking your TV away, but you, I'll bring it back for one show. What do you want? And I'll. Say Judith Lucy, Judith, but Judith I'll just Lucy watch show. other stuff my, on the internet anyway. So take the TV. <laughs> yeah, do it. Do yeah. it, Dad. <laughs> Fine. I didn't ask to be born. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, if you haven't caught us, I would recommend uh, a show that's on ABC2 on Thursday night at 10pm. It's The Thick of It. No? 
Ah, ah, we talked about it a long time ago on uh, on box cutters. Yeah, Think of it. yeah. Um, uh, not not one if you're a bit shy of uh, some some foul language because they do actually have swearing consultants in there to come up with more and more creative they ways re- to swear. They really do. They actually have a Which swearing way? consultant. Oh wow. It's, it's um, but uh, and and was it in the loop the movie version where they went over to, to yes. Washington? Yeah, yeah. So it's the same. It's the same crew, but they're playing different people in in the ministry in the UK. And the producers have a swearing consultant that they bring on. Or in yeah, the show. no, no. The producers have a swearing consultant to to up the level of swearing in the <laughs> really? in the scripts. Yeah, it's pre- and the, it is some of the most impressive swearing you will ever hear. Oh, Dave, I'd love to meet the swearing. So, what time consultant? is that on yeah. Thursday on ABC Two? Ten PM. Ten PM. ABC Two. Mm. Well, I can't watch. I'm only allowed to watch one show, so I can't. Watch. <laughs> you might be able oh, to no, check it's just, it out. It's just hypothetical. Oh, all right, okay. If you were only to watch one, if you were to watch two shows, watch this twice. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. If you were to subscribe to 3 R Brett, can you win prizes? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, what? there are so, so many prizes. Uh, the the main prizes, there's, in fact, there's a, especially for podcast listeners who may not be local, say you're in, in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, we've got the Out of Sight Prize, which is from Paleographics in Elstonwick, and you uh, eight gigabyte iPod Touch uh, with the Retina Display HD Recording and Game Center on there. That's, uh, that's especially for our online subscribers. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, so pe- people who listen from overseas can can win themselves an iPod just by subscribing. Yep. Mm. That's yep. fantastic. Chance, That's great. chance to win. You got the chance. That's, um, yeah. We've got uh, subscriptions for bands, for artists. I, I, I guess if you're making TV, you'd uh, qualify as yeah, an artist. Qualifies as an artist. DJs, um, and uh, and they have prizes that are specific to and uh, pets as well. If you subscribe your pet, there's pet pet prizes. Mm-hmm. As right. Well. So if you if you had a, a pet if you had a pet pig uh, with with feet. Yeah, uh, and those feet would be called trotters. Toby Halligan. Greetings all. Greetings all. How you all going? Yeah. Oh, well, 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 well. You don't like you don't like Judith Lucy's spiritual journey. You're not a fa- you're not a fan. No. Not no. A fan? I um I found it uh really quite um tiresome. Like it's not really uh, a funny show. Um, you know, like I, I didn't find it funny, and I, but it's not really. It's kind of one of those shows where it doesn't seem to know quite what it is. I. Like she interviews John Edwards and engages with him and, you know, there's kind of a wry element to the questioning, but she doesn't really pin him down at all, but she also isn't really making jokes. Is it like Judith Lucy versus God? I haven't seen that. No, that's that's John Safran. John Safran versus versus God. Like Judith being John. I think, Toby, I think if you were 10 years older... I think it would uh, it, it would tickle your fancy a, a yep. lot more. Mm. I think there's a because the the show is about Judith getting getting older and suddenly discovering that maybe she should be a more spiritual yep. person than, than she is, mm. and maybe that's uh, that's a situation that is so far removed from anything that's like, like you know I think about myself in my twenties and I think no there's no way there's yep. no way I would care about any of that yeah. I think it's. I think the show's brilliant. Yeah. No. And I, I, and exactly as you said. No, I didn't. I didn't care about any of it. You know. Yeah. I found it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Trotters. So uh, we were discussing the prospect of Sean McAuliffe leaving, and briefly we we're talking about Amanda Keller's previous shows. Um, she actually didn't work on the House of Horror. It was called House from Hell. 
Just a small correction. Um, A show she worked on with Andrew Denton, um, if you never watched it, that was actually one of the first reality TV shows, I think, made in Australia. The premise was... was Pretty Big Brother, but but not that far pre. No, not that far pre. Um, They were just stuck in a house for three months and um, they got to win $5,000, which isn't very much really now when you look at the kind of prizes you get. And that was a tie-in with, I think, Today FM. Maybe Triple M. Triple M. Triple M. It was um, Triple M. Um, so um, we were talking about uh, flops and how um, you know the renovators is looking like an extremely expensive flop, and I, I began kind of trying to research the most expensive flop in Australian TV history, and it was very difficult to kind of track that down. And obviously, we've talked about lots of different kinds of flops, but as I went down that path, I came across some absolutely spectacularly terrible shows from overseas. Um, one was called Man versus Beast. Uh, which was made in 2005, which mm-hmm. involved basically competitions between professionals of different kinds and animals. So, for example, you had professional eater Takuro Kobayashi having a hot dog eating contest against a Kodiak bear. Um, you have, <laughs> have, uh, you ever, have you ever seen Kobayashi in his... Uh, uh, in yeah, his, yeah. He's amazing. amazing. And like, have you ever seen a bear eat hot dogs? No, uh, it's pretty boring. Is he a bigger eater than the guy in Man vs. Food? Because I've seen a few of those episodes. Well, the thing is, Kobayashi, Kobayashi can eat, like, you know, 60 hot dogs in, in a minute or something, yeah. you know, crazy like that. And it's just, just... hot dogs. It's just hot dogs. He, is the, he was. He's not anymore. He was yeah. the hot dog eating champion. He's pretty amazing. But the other kinds of things they had was a group of 44 dwarves losing a race against an Asian elephant to see which could pull a commercial jet a certain distance. Like, the whole premise of the show just sounds amazing. There was also Sean Crawford, a world-class sprinter, um, racing a giraffe and a zebra. How, hmm. how did that not last? I don't know. I don't know. It's like Cop Rock. Yeah. It's a show that is just so genius that the world just doesn't get it. Cop Rock was actually one of the shows that came up when I was searching for the, the flops, actually. There was a particularly wonderful kind of musical sequence they were talking about. Another uh, really bad one I found was Married by America. I don't know whether you've heard. A lot of these are kind of hybrid-esque shows. So, you yeah. know, there's lots of shows about marriage and there's lots of shows where you have, say, the audience interacting and making decisions or voting with things. The way this show worked was literally people at home would decide which kind Couple should get married, and uh, and they would do it. Uh, well, yeah, they, well, none of them did. None of them. It, it became. It was a massive disaster, um, because like inevitably. As you would expect. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, it's like kind of rape by committee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, it was a complete disaster. Which was a, 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 that was a title they rejected. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. But one, well, one of the other interesting things about this, though, is it provides a bit of insight into how people who complain about shows often operate, right? Because uh, during one of the shows, there was an episode where there were uh, pixelated strippers and there was a woman uh, licking whipped cream off a man's nipple during a bachelor party, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 159 people complained to the FCC and Fox, the company that produced it, got fined $1.2 million, right? But here's the thing. It followed... It was pixelated. Was, uh, they, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but there was follow-up, right? And it was established that actually the FCC had only received 90 complaints from 23 people. And then there was a follow-up study that done that revealed that basically of the complaints, all but two were virtually identical to one another. 
So in the end, it came out that actually only three people had complained about the show. And so the fine was reduced to $91,000. So it was just kind of interesting because, you know, you always hear when there's controversy on Australian TV, all these people complaining. Yeah, I found that quite interesting. There are are cases where a lot of the complaints that people receive are identical. I think Media Watch showed that a few weeks ago. Oh, really? uh, That there were some identical complaints coming through uh, from... Various parts of Australia mm. where they were really all coming from the same place. Yeah. Access ministries. Wouldn't surprise I don't me know. at all. Um, and the other really bad show I found was Welcome to the Neighbourhood, which never actually made it onto TV. Which I, did you, Have you heard about this before? It no. was made in 2005 by ABC. The in, the, prem- in the States? Yep, in the States. The premise of it was is that there, were, there was a lush dream home that all these different families, all these ethnically and... Uh, you know, there was a gay couple. Diverse diverse and unique families. Right. And they were going to move into an all-conservative, white, upper-class Christian neighbourhood. And uh, the thing is, their neighbours got to judge who moved in. And, uh, yeah, you can see where it went from there, you know. It it led to homophobia and racism allegations. I give the the Rogers family three (laughs) flaming crosses. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So, um... Yeah, I oh, think... it's great, Toby. No, lots of the, the hybrid shows. Yes. I mean, because there's a lot of potential there for terrible shows, isn't there? Like, say, Fear Factor and Wife Swap. Do you know what I mean? Mixing oh, those two shows, mm. confronting your worst fear with long lost... Uh, with, you know, <laughs> someone else's wife. Or, say, kids say the darndest things and shit my dad says. You know, like an, <laughs> an elderly man swearing at children. Or, to catch a predator and find my family. You know? <laughs> that would be... <laughs> Meeting long-lost family members as they're entrapped and arrested by police. But originally when I was writing these kind of random ideas, I actually wrote down, right, Glee and Law and Order SVU, you know, for obvious reasons. And then I found Cop Rock and discovered it had actually already been done. I was astounded. Yeah, Cop Rock was, uh, was, was great. Yes. Which was the uh, same makers as Hill Street Hill Blues. Hill Street Blues. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, didn't, it just didn't, didn't last, which was a shame. But Channel 10 did show it here for really? a, a very short period of time. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, That's not a million miles away from Glee. No, not well. It, it was just ahead of its time. It's really. just the thing is with Glee, the songs have, uh, while the songs themselves might not have context, the singing has context. Yeah. Whereas in Cop Rock, the singing had no context whatsoever. Yeah, like a Bollywood, like a uh, like a proper, like a proper musical, yeah. right? Like uh, like like uh, Meet Me in St. Louis, mm. uh, where the songs were just apropos of nothing. That's what. Was, not was about trying to get through the metal detectors uh, no. as you get on the, the yeah. flights of St. Louis. So, yeah. <laughs> now, um, the, to bring it kind of back to a, a few more facts. Um, so we were talking about Bert and Ernie and whether they're gay or not, right? I found a bit of interesting research. No, no. They're yep. just puppets. But I, I know. Um, uh, In fact, so, they've got no genitals. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You've all said very valuable things there. If you could just let me finish. <laughs> not even big ears, though. They are. Can you just... <laughs> shh, Glad's done research recently and discovered that the proportion of gay characters that appear on television series is now 2.6%. Um, in uh, 2010, it was up from 1.1% in 2009. So, out gay people. Doubled. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but here's the interesting thing. I kind of uh, did a bit of research on uh, gay characters appearing in kind of cartoons and children's programs, right? And if you exclude shows like, say, The Cleveland Show or Family Guy or American Dad or uh, shows like Drawn Together, like shows that are explicitly already inherently kind of controversial and comedic in focus, Mm -hmm. you have, say, a lot of cartoons like The Teen Titans, for example. Um, You've got shows like uh, Japanese manga, X-Men, all these kinds of shows, often there would be gay characters in the comic book and often there would actually be gay characters in Japanese manga. When they were transferred over to either into a TV show or over for Western audiences, the homosexuality was completely removed. So, for example, Teen Titans, there were villains who were lesbians that got removed. It was the same with X-Men, like Mystique uh, in X-Men is actually bisexual and there are kind of other lesbian relationships that happen and all references to those kind of to sexuality has been completely removed, specifically when it was um, uh, converted into a TV show, which was something I thought was kind of interesting, you know? Yeah. Well, otherwise yeah, they, get, yeah. they get what they call 60,000 complaints, which are five of the same. True. It, look, it may well be totally explicable, but... It was, SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah. Well, he was for a bit, wasn't he? No, he's just a sponge. Yeah. No, the Christian lobby gay, in, the, in the States... Uh, no, sponges uh, just, no, just put their spores out into the water and then... That's that's the Christians that's recommend <laughs> the kids don't watch SpongeBob. What do you think I do on weekends? That's, the, that's, <laughs> that's a bad mind. That's just the plight of a single man, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> now and finally, we were talking about how people watch television, and so I did decided to look up a bit of research on how people watch television. So the the activity most commonly combined with TV TV viewing is reading the mail, according to one study, which is done by seventy three point nine percent of consumers. Email or paper mail? Mail. Just re- re- ordinary mail, so I believe. But, um, How long does it take these people to yeah, read the mail? Yeah. Good question. What it's not mail? bills anyway these days. Um, then, though, Letters. when it comes to using uh, the internet, apparently up to 90% of um, TV watchers are using mobile devices at the same time, or at least for a portion of the time, um, and doing uh, you know a whole variety of things from Twitter to Facebook to email to just texting people, etc. Uh, One third are using mobile apps, while they're watching television, which is interesting because while you can see why sending, say, a text or just checking your email or something while you could do very quickly, using an app is mm. something that's pretty involved. Do you know what I mean? Like chances are if you're using an app, you're using it for quite a while, like you're playing a game or mm. doing something like that. So I thought, yeah, that was just a bit of kind of context. Uh, 90%. Study yeah, yeah. That's according to one study. But I, I, I assume the question would have been, you know, do you ever use your mobile while watching television? So you wouldn't think, yeah. like, what proportion of time are people using their mobile while watching TV? Um, I think it more reveals how universal and ubiquitous phones are now. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. There you thanks. go. So that's Trotters. Thanks, Toby. No worries. Thanks. And that, that brings us to the end of Box hey. Cutters, episode 275. Just, yes, just quickly, something that uh, I've neglected to mention uh, this week and last week, and uh, which, which could also serve as a one thing, uh, is 10 o'clock on SBS on Friday nights, Julia Zamiro's uh, series talking about sexual stuff ah. um, in the SBS <laughs> sex uh, <laughs> slot. Uh, sex and Unnatural History. Uh, Julia Zamiro is uh, talking about different uh, oh. b- sex from different perspectives uh, here and around the world. About. I saw Julia Zamiro at the uh, opening of Bondorama. 
she was in the audience. She's not not on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bondarama, um, which is oh, the, which is uh, our uh, friend Lawrence uh, is in there. Uh, yeah, uh, L- Lawrence is in uh, is is in that show. Uh, Lawrence not Mooney, Lawrence, Lung, yep. Lawrence Mooney, that is, uh, and uh, and it's written by Michael Ward, who was a writer for McAuliffe Tonight. In fact, uh, wrote my favourite joke on uh, on McAuliffe Tonight, the, the, the one about the one about Sade in the bin, uh, and uh, and so yeah, it's, uh, I saw I saw her there. She's very tall. Very tall. Yeah. That brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode 275. Uh, I want to say thanks to 3RRR for being so absolutely rockin'. We've mm. said the number so many times, we're not going to say it again. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. David Lawson. I'm Toby Halligan. 0393881027 plus 61 at the start of your overseas. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Box Cutters is produced by Josh Canal with Brett Cropley and John Richards. Brett Cropley is our audio engineer. Peter Wilson coaxes all the bits out of our servers. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell everyone you know and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That will help other people find us and would mean a lot. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, the greatest radio station in the world. Find them in Melbourne, Australia on 102.7 FM or at rrr.org.au. There are lots of ways you can contact us and you'll find them all at our website at boxcutters.net. You know, Brett, I I just realised that uh, all that spruiking for Triple R is completely redundant because we mentioned it at the end of... Well, Dave, Dave Lawson... Uh, mentions it at the end of every episode. But not that there's prizes and, and uh, radiothon time now. Right. So if I went to rr.org.au and then clicked on the subscription uh, link and that would take me to a page that would take me to a form where I could subscribe. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters.